casual Friday here on the Bad Signal podcast. What's up? Approaching week three of the NFL season. Very exciting weekend. We got some big time matchups. We got a matchup of former number one overall picks. The Garbage Bowl down there with Urban Meyer's team. It's our beloved. I I love that you basically like went back on your word. You said our beloved last weekend, and then you on Monday, you're like, yeah, I don't really know about the Cardinals. I'm sticking with it. It's the Cardinals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then you have a Tom Brady under the lights, SoFi Stadium matchup, Matthew Stafford. Oh, it's going to be fun. Who wouldn't love that $5 billion stadium? Steve Armato, say what's up to the good people. This is going to be a quick show. It's, you know. It's kind of like what we're doing live. By the way, if you like this, subscribe. Go check out our Twitter pages because on Monday we do a live show. It's just a rip from the weekend. We got 10 thoughts off the bat and uh, it's a lot of fun. So come join the conversation on Mondays. Steve, what's up? I'm talking too much. Nothing. You're good. I, I love I love it. Yeah, I did go back, by the way, on the beloved Arizona Cardinals. Um, the, defense, beloved. the defense looked like. They looked, I, I just don't like the Vikings and then the Vikings score points against them. And I'm like going back on my word here. So I'm just, I'm flip-flopping. You got to get out the shoe for me. Cause I, I'm flip-flopping on that. That was, that was kind of messed up, but the defense is going to have to show up against the Jaguars this week. And I don't know if they will. I can't trust urban Meyer though. Like I'm, I, who, I'm an idiot. If I trust urban Meyer, no. Well, it's really funny because uh, a couple of my friends who are excellent sports betting experts, like really, really good sports betting experts. And one of them, my friend, Sammy P over at Nesting, he does some stuff for Fox bet. And uh, I mean, he's all over. I mean, he's like, he is like a seasoned veteran. I love the guy. He's so intelligent. He always comes up with, uh, you know, he backs up with the facts. So he had this really well-reasoned take that week two was the week to place your money on the Jaguars plus six. And he had like articles about it. He was championing it. And it was funny because I think one of the quotes he said, he's like, I I threw up as I placed the bet, but I was going to go through with it. The Jaguars are going to be the biggest money pit for anyone that even considers. Just like I said, I'm never fucking betting on the Falcons again. The Jaguars are going to be that team every single week where every, like, Joe Schmo, uh, you know, the fantasy fuck boy kind of like, oh, I, you know, I, I got my bets. I got my parlays this weekend. Yeah, this is going to be the weekend that the Jaguars cover. That team is going to implode in three, four, five weeks. I, I Like nothing seems good judging from the temperature down there. Like outside of their social media that, that sent out a full-blown apology that was like, Guys, you know, stick with us for another 15 weeks. You have to do that to your fan base after you have the number one overall pick. Trevor Lawrence, he is slipping in the uh, rookie of the year offensive. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, the, the offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year odds. Yeah. So I mean, he was the he was the uh, he was the favorite going into it. He's dropped, I think, to uh, plus 600. Mac Jones is the uh, is the leader right now, plus 350. I mean, I don't know. I'm again, I'm not betting futures right now. Shit changes every single week. And I think it's the perfect example as I'm looking at all of these spreads and the over-unders and I, you and I were talking like just before we just jumped on air, there are a lot of really low totals that Vegas has laid out. Vegas is smart. Don't bet against the, don't bet against the book. 
and I mean, like every other game outside of Chargers, Chiefs, Bucks, and Rams, and Cardinals, I think that's like over 50. They're all, the over-unders are all like 42, 44. This is the week where we really see those shitty teams that are boasting 2-0 records. There's seven of them in the league. We watched one of them win last night. Terrible fucking game. I turned it off at halftime. I, I didn't awesome. even, I was like, what, what happened at the end of that game? Cause you know, I was, I was, uh, I was, you know, real deep in my tequila. Cause I was like, this game sucks, man. Awful game. Awful, awful football game. Yeah. I mean, it's anomaly. It's, <laughs> it's the anomaly of the season because these primetime games have been amazing, amazing, thrilling. Keep it going. Um, well, I mean, let's, let's, let's get to the show. Um, we're going to lay out my, Mine and yours, a pick six. I'm going to pick six games that I really like because, again, I'm looking through these teams and some of these games I'm just like, yeah, pass, pass, pass. So it's really five games that I like with spreads. And then I got a dark horse favorite, like money line upset. Just kind of like my, eh, throw 50 on black, see where it goes. Um, so Sometimes yeah. you got to do that, though, Courtney. Like sometimes you just got to be like, fuck it. Like I'm putting 50 on, on black. I'm hitting this bet. And Yo, guess what? It hits. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, for everyone that's listening to this, we have a, uh, an excellent announcement coming next week. Bad signal has a new show sponsor partner. It is sports betting related. It is brilliant. While all these sports books are doing ABC, this concept is like W. It's, it's mind blowing and I can't wait to explain it. We're just kind of working out the details. I also like have to figure out like the best way to get everyone involved. We're coming up with show segments. So it's going to be an ongoing thing. I, it's, it's more or less like two buddies betting and, and setting up lines and betting over Venmo. It's like, it, it, you know, if I like the chargers plus six and a half and you're taking the chiefs on the other side. I'm going to throw my $50 on that. Maybe I'll, I'll drop the line. I'll, I'll buy it down a little bit. You know, I mean, like that's sort of the concept. It's amazing. Um, so yes, next week we will have a more formal introduction, but Steve, are you ready to roll through some of these games? I am absolutely ready. I am excited. Let's do this. All right. So we begin once again, the two of us smart minds. They think alike. My first of the pick six is the Chargers plus six and a half. First of all, um, the Kansas City Chiefs, this is not your championship defense anymore. I think that we have like loyally concluded that this defense is Swiss cheese. It has problems. It has issues that they need to fix that they're not fixing. Um, and from a betting perspective as well, First of all, I mean, Justin Herbert aside, the, the Chiefs, there was a stat really late in, in the season last season. I think the Chiefs didn't, didn't cover their games. I mean, they were favored, obviously, throughout the entire 2020 season. But they didn't cover a game since, like, week eight. That was, the, the, a, that was, a, that was a big, big issue. And continually, they don't fucking cover games. So, you know... Uh, Chargers in this one, they're playing at Arrowhead. So, but I mean, Justin Herbert is, is still a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal arm. He's thrown over 300 yards in each game that he's played against the Chiefs last year. Four touchdown passes, 
only one pick. Uh, the Chiefs are allowing opponents to complete 72% of their passes. So uh, when you got a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, that's just like, all right, I'll, I'll play catch up. Sometimes that's going to catch up to you. So, uh, you know, I, they, the Chiefs can't stop the run. Um, I, I don't care about all these Patrick Mahomes stats. We saw one of them break last week. What, he's 10-0 and in September? All right, well, he lost. Okay, 16 and two as a starter in division games with 35 touchdown passes and just eight picks. Well, remember, a lot of people don't remember this. Patrick Mahomes had 19 dropped interceptions last year. The numbers and for all you stack geeks out there, they don't tell the proper story. I'm not taking anything away from the Kansas City Chiefs, but I just need I just really think that this is the Chargers time. I think I, I'm I might even take them straight out money line, but I'm taking Chargers plus six and a half. We're in agreement on that. Like, I mean, also the Chiefs aren't getting to the quarterback either. They're last in the league in winning at the pass rush. I think it's like twenty six percent or something like that. Yeah. And let's be honest here. I just think this is too this is too big of a line. Listen, it is I don't, too big. I, I looked at it big. and I was like, huh, okay. It's too big. I feel like it's a field goal game, maybe four points at the most. And also, I know this is a trend that I mentioned last week, and the Dolphins crushed me on it, but the Cowboys did not. Um, road underdog here coming off a loss. So yeah. they're sixty. They're hitting at a 60% clip since 2019. And just it's too big. Six and a half is too big. I'm interested to see where this line moves on Sunday, but I agree with you here. Yeah. All right, that's pick number one. Pick number two. By the way, I, I think we talked about this on Monday. Like, oh, my bets on, on on week two, throw that in the trash. Flaming hot trash. You and I, I think the only game that we actually really nailed and like like assessed properly was the Saints and the Panthers game. Yep. No yep. one covered. I, I, John John from Scranton, my producer of this show, he put places my bets in the great state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> And he didn't answer my text before the one o'clock games. And I was like, John, put my fucking bets in. So he's like, all right, all right. I got you four o'clock. So I put in like, I think I put in like two or three bets. And he was like, wow, well, that was bad. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the, the, the Seahawks didn't cover. I look at the score. I was like, Jesus. So 15 points in 12 minutes. Are you kidding uh, me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, the Steelers didn't cover. But I'm I'm rolling the dice with them once again. Steelers minus three. They're playing the Bengals, who also are one and one. This is a game that has a super low total of 43 and a half. Listen, uh Najee Harris, uh, you know, it's 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 been a minute. They need to unleash him. It's I think the there is a stat I'm making fun of numbers, guys, and then I'm whipping out stats here. Um, it has been a cool Pittsburgh minute since they have had a hundred yard rusher the last eight games they have not had uh, a running back go over a hundred yards so I think Najee Harris is going to have a day um, I don't think that Bengals defense especially their run defense is that good and uh, Pittsburgh has covered uh, six of the last eight against the bungles at home. So, you know, I, I, I do think that they cover, it could be, it could be a low scoring game. It could be like 17, 13, it could be you know, 2014, something like it. But um, I, I, I think that the Steelers take this one. That's the my bet. Number two, the line and the totals tell me that they think the Steelers defense is going to 
just shut down Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And I think you're right. If Najee Harris doesn't have a day, they are not going to win the game because you can't put it in Big Ben's hands. I think you're absolutely right on everything you just said there. Well, I mean, Big Ben is technically back, you know, like I think his wife is a nurse or something. He's he usually nurses like eight or nine injuries during the season. And you see them all wrapped up. So, yeah, he's like, you know, it's football season, man. I don't care yeah. how much you slim down. Big Ben is back. Yeah. No, he's strap over. it on. It's over. Take a painkiller. Let's fucking go. All right. <laughs> Pick number three. Uh, we talked about that. The Urban Meyer trash bowl. I don't think he's going to leave in the middle of the season. I think he's, I, Okay, I know they were talking about the USC job and all that stuff. If Urban Meyer walked out, what is he getting paid? Like 10 plus million dollars or something crazy and Some stupid. crazy number, yeah. If he bails on this experiment as fast as he came in, I would have to say there is a potential that Urban Meyer's NFL coaching career could be more embarrassing than the uh, coaching career of head coaching career. Mind you, take that back could be more embarrassing than the head coaching stint of Josh McDaniels when he took the job with the Colts and then walked away. I mean, that's the, like Josh, it's good. It's he's basically going to take over the Patriots team. He has no other choice because I, no owner of a franchise is going to hand over the keys to that guy when he is in and out and all over the place. So, uh, you know, that was a couple of years ago. That being said, he, he can't leave. Like, it's no, he no, can't. He, he can't. He has to like try he and see this there. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. no, you can't. Anyways, even with uh, this terrible, even with this terrible draft picks, but keep going. Well, that's what happens when you typically speaking, you know, what's different about the Patriots. I think I've said this is the different about the Patriots drafting a quarterback in the first round versus all these other schmucks that are drafting in the top five. Is that like the guys in the top five are on a complete rebuild? You know, yep. like there's a reason that they pick so high every single year. They just can't figure it out. Absolutely. Uh, it's, this is not a Jaguars podcast, but uh, yeah, the Cardinals uh, 2-0 against the Jags. 0-2 this game is in Jacksonville. Uh, you already have my thoughts on uh, covering machines. Nope, this will not be a game. Uh, I, I ex- fully, fully expect Kyler Murray to go off. Marvin Jones, uh, on the, on the Jaguars, mind you, he's on my fantasy team. Marvin Jones is the only Jaguar with a red zone target in the last two weeks. From let's your, keep that. From, let's keep that up. He's on my fan. He's on both my fantasy teams as well. So let's keep that going. He's, he's been killing it, but, uh, yeah, back to, back to, uh, Jacksonville, they've given up over 600 yards, four touchdowns, no turnovers from that defense and two losses. Um, they have lost 17 straight. If they lose this weekend, they will tie the Houston Oilers of 72 and 73 for the fifth longest losing streak in the NFL. Yes, I did my research on ESPN. I am not digging and, and you know, writing an encyclopedia, okay? These are just news and nuggets that I've picked up off the internet to uh, supplement my NFL betting conversation. Is there any question here? This is one of the games that's the over-under is 51 and a half. That line is pretty high. I think they they cover handedly. I don't I don't even think there needs any more explanation. The Cardinals could hit the Cardinals could hit the over under by themselves. They hit the I'm, over. I mean, what, what like I'm I'm sure their team total is like 28 or something <clears throat> stupid. Yeah, I haven't even seen what that is, but it's definitely 
a high number. Let me, I, let me you know what? We're here. I'm oh, yeah. first first game. Here we go. Yeah, check out their team total. So yeah, it's it's funny thirty because and I a half. Help... What? Thirty and a half. No. Minus one twenty. Thirty me, and a half second. minus one twenty. Uh, Thirty and right a half there? minus one twenty. You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. You're sorry. Just, uh, sure. Choking in disbelief. Minus one. Yeah, I'm choking in disbelief because that's one of the highest team totals I've oh, seen in the NFL. Holy shit, man! You see that for wow. Alabama against like against like Tennessee. Wow. You don't see that in the NFL. Wow, wow, wow. Well, you know, I think it's it's funny because we, we'll get to this when you get to your picks as well. But uh, I think it's like an, an interesting thing. And, so, uh, you know, I, you did hit on a same game parlay with props and all that stuff. I haven't been very much into props much this year, although, you know, I was I was really into them into the postseason. But um, I, I think some of the, the, the personal team totals are, are interesting to look at. It's the Cardinals one, and then we were talking about uh, another one with the Raiders. Just like yeah. betting big on these these explosive offenses, I think is a is a smart sports betting strategy for also, some of these like shithole games that you don't care about. Like, but you know, also like, you don't have to worry like, about you don't have to worry about a shit other team, like a shit offense, if you wanted to take the over on the total game. You don't have to worry about the other team yeah. either. So yeah, absolutely. All right. One, two, three. Number four. Number four. Who? This one I actually like really feel in my gut. You know, like the next one, I'm not really sure. And I'm going to have you help me decide. Okay. Uh, number four. Rams plus one and a half. Over Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I say this because I have full belief. Everyone on the show has heard me say for a number of weeks that Matthew Stafford is... I mean, he's such a good fucking quarterback, man. Like, he can sling the ball. And I knew this before the season. That marriage with him and Sean McVay, I mentioned it at my DFS last week. Cooper Cup had a fucking day. So, um, this game is being played in LA. Really weird line to open. It was like minus a half for the Bucks. That line is now uh, moved up to uh, minus one and a half. Team total, uh, sorry, that over-under is, is really interesting line. It opened up at like minus a half. I thought that that was very curious uh, with the Bucks still being favored. But, I mean, uh, uh, the Rams, they're going to cover uh, and they're going to win. L.A. under the lights. This is a primetime game. And sometimes, because I may or may not have watched this quarterback in particular who's about to break every single father time record imaginable. He is limitless. Never heard of that guy. He is Mr. Unlimited, Tom Brady. Yes. I've I've watched him uh, a couple of times under the lights, just, um, you know, make a dud on the field. I think this is going to be one of those games. Matt Stafford has, in two games, 600 passing yards. That is the most of a Rams quarterback in over 20 years. The Bucs defense gave up like 400 plus yards to Dak. Uh, they're struggling. We talked about that. Them possibly bringing in Richard Sherman. They're entertaining the idea because Sean Murphy Bunting went on uh, injured reserve. I, I just, I just think this is going to be the Sean McVay show, and he's going to figure out Tom Brady. He's going to slow him down because that's what he does, and he's going to get his revenge when the, the you know, the Patriots 
uh, beat the Rams in a defensive-minded battle. They couldn't get anything going with Jared Goff. Well, that's not going to happen this time. I am taking confidently the Rams plus one and a half. What do you think? Do you like my pick? Oh, yeah, I love that pick because remember, a couple things. Last year, they did this to Tom Brady as well. You know what Tom Brady does not like? Tom Brady does not like pressure up the middle. You know who the Rams have? The Rams have Aaron Donald, who's probably yeah. an all the like all world all, defensive all, tackle, all world human. Uh, you like, know, he does not. Tom Brady does not like that. And Aaron Donald's going to be in his face all day long up the middle. And yeah. uh, let's go Rams. The Rams are going to win that game. I, I'm with you 100. percent Oh, 100. Um, percent So the next game, uh, I'm kind of deciding between two of these, and I, I know that. Uh, you're not really so high on the Vikings. You don't really like their offense, but uh, it's, it's the Seattle Seahawks, they have to lose at some point. You know, I mean, this game's going to be an absolute shootout. Neither team has defenses. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, Seahawks and Vikings, this game is being played in Minnesota. And I think that the Vikings at plus one and a half could eke it out. However, I was debating between that game and the Green Bay Packers against the 49ers. I still can't get a temp on the 49ers. I'm not really – they're 2-0, but it's one of those teams, like, I don't know, is Jimmy Garoppolo good? Or, I mean, uh, like, they've sustained – talk about a team that sustained injury, you know? I, and they have sustained so many injuries, it's sickening to see. Not only just this year, last year, the year before, they have been completely depleted. So – Green Bay got their mojo back against the Detroit Lions. That was a great game, by the way. And it was uh, in the first half, it was just completely mistake-free football. And I said, whoever has the ball last is is going to win this game. Jared Goff was phenomenal, and Aaron Rodgers was phenomenal. They were uh, the Lions really controlled the clock, and they kept the ball away from Green Bay. But inevitably, the Lions are going to lion, and. Uh, you know, they, they, they made some mistakes and you could tell as soon as certain mistakes started to happen, like Goff's head just started to like unravel, like twine. You you could tell like the, the freak out that he was having when he like couldn't get control of the ball, I mean, whatever, if it was raining or whatever. I, yeah, it's, it's the fucking lions, but yeah, uh, they stink. It's either Green Bay or uh, the Vikings because the Niners are favored in this one, and uh, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you decide, Steve. Who are you right. picking? For? I'm leaning Green Bay here because yeah. actually, sorry, wrong. I'm leaning Seattle because oh well okay. I'm leaning, oh wait, I'm sorry. You want the Vikings? I don't trust the Vikings because this is what the lines are telling me. Right? Home field in the NFL gives you three points, right? You yeah. get three points as the home team. Lines are telling me that the Seahawks are actually favored by the four and a half or five, depending on what book it is. Because I mean, they're a good. They're right a good now. team. You know, I, I right. like. And then they're telling me the books are telling me that the Packers and the and the Forty uh, ers are actually even because the Forty ers are are um, minus three favored by three. I I would rather I would rather Vikings. The things with the points, though, that means they're going to win the game, like one and a half, pretty much. You yeah. I feel like it, I feel like instead of going one and a half, you go money line there. I well, I mean, either one. I, I I'm I'm going to do a couple of these. I'm going to play. I'm going to. I might play points and money line. I'm not touching that over. Okay. Like the the my my New York Giants to cover bet 
got screwed because I took the under. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah there's not going to be a lot. I, yeah, I, I, I lost out on, on, on a good bet betting points and i like to do some of those sometimes when i'm confident i'll do like parlay i'll do uh like a a two-leg parlay i'll be like all right i i you know i like i like the chargers money line and the over you know so just you know juice it up a little bit get a little extra dough but yes um, i can't even tell i can't even tell you to take the vikings because when i go through i'm taking the seahawks so Take the better quarterback. Who's the better quarterback in this no, bunch here? Is- I, well, listen, I, I'm I'm going to take the quarterback that's that's gutsier and is just like it's it's a complete crapshoot and gamble. I feel like the Vikings could tip the scales on this one. I mean, like for as bad or as this team has been, or you know, as confusing as their offense has been, and you know, they're kind of a mess right now. And I'm just I love Mike Zimmer. I personally, there's just no one sweeter than that guy, and I I feel bad for him. Uh you know, with that division, it's like Green Bay or no one. So they have a real prime opportunity, especially with Dalvin Cook at running back. I mean, you, you thought that, that he was going to be the workhorse. Who's leading the league in rushing by right now? Do you I know? know? Actually, I don't. Yeah. I, I will. I you know, it's, it's so funny because we're so mind fucked into like thinking about overs and passing yards. It's like all of our thoughts are on the quarterbacks. I don't even oh. know who's leading the league in rushing, but I know who I know who it is. Who? Derek Henry. Oh, hell yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> so that's, that's but that's, guy. that's the thing now too, right? If you're the Vikings, you already know that Derek Henry just ravaged the Seahawks defense. Do you just feed Dalvin cook all day and keep the offense? I, 100%, 100,000%. Even when there was speculation about Aaron Rodgers not being a part of the Green Bay Packers in this upcoming season, and those uh, the, those betting lines for for the Vikings were shooting up those division leads. It was like plus two twenty or something. It was just like everyone was collectively agreeing that if the Vikings were going to win the division, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, it was going to be because of Dalvin Cook. It wasn't going to be because of Kirk Cousins. I mean, ground <laughs> and pound, feed the beast. Kirk. They have to feed him. That's the only way they win that game. They feed yeah. him all day, and then um, you keep Russell Wilson on the sideline. That's where he needs yeah, to stay yeah. to win the football just, game. Uh, I, I expect a lot of those like wide-open fucking touchdowns in the middle of the field. There's certain teams that I'm just like, how does that work? All right. Six. 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 Final pick. So I got Chargers plus six and a half. Steelers minus three. Cardinals minus seven and a half. Rams plus one and a half. Possibly money, money line. I'm gonna roll with the Vikings, even though I do I I do think that uh, that Green Bay will take that game against the Niners. I think that you know Aaron got his mojo back and he's kind of back in the mix and you know he's all zenned out and all that shit that he follows and it just makes my mind twirl. Uh, Vikings plus one and a half and my dark horse favorite of the week is no, it's not the Patriots. By the way, timeout. Three weeks in a row, not betting my own team. I think I need a, a pat on the back with that. I'm staying away from it. Also, these games are just not, they're, they're just, the, the team is just not ready for me to lay money on the line. All right. My dark horse favorite is the Bears and Justin Fields in his first start on the road in Cleveland will upset the Browns. That's, that's, Ooh. that's a Ooh. dark horse right there. But like you said, steam you, coming out of my mouth. What did you say Listen. before Baker, uh, the Baker Mayfield effect with that first start for fields? Well, oh no, the Jalen hurts effect. Jalen hurts effect. Sorry. Jalen hurts effect. I, you know, well, I mean, 
I'm not stereotyping a certain style of quarterback, but uh, we all know what Justin Fields can do and how what the magic that he can do with his feet on the field. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking for a huge ground game from him. I, I'm expecting one, maybe two touchdowns from the kid. Uh, he could possibly go over 100 rushing yards. I think he's going to have a field day against that Browns defense uh, that is not going to be able to understand they don't have enough film on him. I mean, like, let's just, uh, you know, it's beginner's luck. The Bears are 7-0-2 against the spread against the AFC North in the last decade. They've covered their last three games against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I mean, that's uh, kind of a loaded stat because they are the Cleveland Browns. But I, I do, I, I'm... This is a lo- this is also like a really big line. If if you're thinking about uh, the Bears covering, Cleveland's favored by by seven. It's huge. I, it's a big I wouldn't number. even. Yeah, I mean, I I'd take the other side of it. Um, back I, I, backdoor cover twenty six twenty there. Uh, I mean, this Vegas says it's going to be a pretty low scoring game. I I expect fireworks. Listen, I have high expectations. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance on the kids. So. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm not even just taking the points. I'm, I'm going bear straight up money line win. What's that plus money at? I do not know offhand. Please stay with me. Please stay on the line. What's your go-to like sports book to look up? Like it's I immediately I go to DraftKings. Same. Right? I do DraftKings. Yeah. I just, and it's funny because it's not legal in Massachusetts to bet on DraftKings, but like it's just uh, the easiest app to navigate, and I just uh, can find all this stuff very, very fast. I love the like, layout; it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's like I, I, you know, do do you have the dark mode on your phone? Yep. Are you yep. a dark mode guy? I'm not. Big, I'm not. I'm a big. I'm a big dark mode guy. Yeah, I'm. I just. Uh, I need more light in my life sometimes. That's probably why I like the layout on DraftKings because it's just. No, I, I mean, like, I, I like it in in, uh, in in stints, but why is this, as I say that, it's so hard to concentrate and figure this out. Come on, man. If you need it, I have it for you. Okay, what is the money line? Plus 260. Plus 260. I will take that to the bank, and I'll buy you a drink next week. Perfect. I love it. All right, so that is my pick six. Well, we already covered the first one of your pick six. Steve, go with your picks. You, on your first one, you have Chargers plus six and a half. What is the second one? All right. I know you I know you don't love this. You said there's no way. Saints plus three versus Pats. Look, here's what I got. This scares me. It, this, here's the reason it scares me. Because, like, Sean Payton's probably going to try to hide Jameis again. But I think he has the ability to do that with Alvin Kamara. Uh, Pat's run the last week gave up 4.9 yards of carry. It was like 152 yards on 31 attempts against the Jets. Who I mean, look, we could look in. We could look at it one of two ways. They were, listen, they were on sleep mode. They're playing yeah, the fucking Jets. They had right. like three interceptions in the first half. I, look, I, I, I get it, but also at the same time, it's like when you're beating a really shitty team, you kind of lose sight of certain stats that are going to like tally up on, on the scorecard here, you know? And I, I think that that was one of those situations where they were happy that they were winning. They were still working out the kinks with the offense. And it was just kind of like one of those, like, oh, Bill probably looked at the game after he was like, the hell was that guys? Like, let, yeah. let's, let's tighten up. You play down to your opponent. So I also uh, think the I also think the Saints defense is a little bit better than they were like they're better than they showed against Carolina. Like I know yeah. they they were really good week one against Green Bay. So they're somewhere in the middle of that. They're not as bad as they were against Carolina, and they're not as good as they were against uh, against Green Bay. I don't I don't know. Mac Jones hasn't been asked to do a ton yet, 
So I do think the Patriots could win the game. I think the Saints are going to cover. Also, I've said this 400 times in the last three weeks. It's a theme of what I'm it's – it's a theme because it's an NFL betting trend. It's another yeah. road underdog coming off a loss. So yeah, take that for what it's worth. Well, yeah, that's, that, that total is pretty low too, 42. Uh, the unders are 6-3 and three in the last nine games that New England has been favored. So keep that in mind if you're an over-under gal or guy. Um, uh, Jameis Winston, he's got a cannon. This is the perfect, I, there is nothing that makes Bill Belichick salivate more than watching film on a, a, a like a, a sloppy heave up the ball quarterback. I mean, especially after going, last week, he is going to confuse the fuck out of Jameis. And yes, we are going to see a lot less passing. He's not going to unleash them against Bill Belichick's defense. Sean Payton and Bill Belichick go way back too. So, I mean, like he, he knows He's the, he's got a familiarity with how they play the saints. You know, I, I mean, he knows this style of play. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not taking down any quarterbacks here, but he, you're going up against Jameis Winston, uh, Alvin Kamara. He had, I, I expect him to have a huge game. And I think that it's going to be a mega point of emphasis and I'm liking and starting to really like, uh, you know, the Patriots run defense and Josh Uche, Christian Barmore, their first round pick out of uh, out of Alabama. I think that this is a huge task to control Kamara. Do not let him get outside the numbers. Do not let him have explosive plays. He was an absolute dud in week two. So you know that there's a revenge factor for him, just personally, personally speaking. Uh, New England's run defense is not is not that good, but I, I think that this is going to be a game where they are going to uh, step up. I really would love to see Mac Jones stretch the field again. Like they're being conservative, you know, like he's got a cannon, but at the same time, he's also a rookie. So uh, just I'm 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 impressed watching him control the pace of the game, recognize coverages, alert, alert, switching up, uh, you know, rec- uh, going against the blitz. He has great numbers just keep it going. You know, like I don't want to, I don't, I don't need a high scoring game. Efficiency is key. Uh, he's going to get waxed by Brady in uh, like a week and a half. So, yes. you know, let, 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 let Matt cook, let, let him cook on the, the home field. It's his second home game at Gillette stadium. Um, I, I don't agree with you. Uh, okay, I, I, I don't, well, but you know, to each their own. I hope right. that they don't lose. That would just be fucking. Well, I don't know if they'll, I don't, I don't know if they'll lose the game. But I, I also, I think the Saints will cover. I think the Saints will cover the spread. That's that's where I'm going with that. So all right, number three. Three. Well, you already talked about this. Three. Which one? Dem Hawks. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm basically taking, I'm basically taking the better quarterback here because it's gonna be a shootout, and it's two point. And like, look, it's I got it on DraftKings. I got it at at minus two. So I. Like that's a field goal. If if they score on a 38-35 last second field goal, that's probably what this is going to come down to. So I'm yeah. going with. I just think. Look, they didn't stop Joe Burrow. They didn't stop Kyle Murray. Russell Wilson is probably in between those two. He's right? just one of the. You know, secretly, like he's just one of the most impressive quarterbacks. Like he has been nonstop since the second that he stepped foot in this league. And you know, as everyone doubts him and. I said, you know, this was the year that the, the Seahawks were going to go under that. You know, I think their over under was close to 10 and a half or something. I was like, nope, calm bullshit. They make too many last second wins. It's all luck. Uh, proves me wrong. I mean, he's a damn good quarterback. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and yes. And why is, 
why is Tyler Lockett always open 55 yards down the field? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I definitely am not giving a hat tip to Pete Carroll on that one. All right, number four. Number this is no way. One, two, three, four. Yes, four. Ravens. Yep. Minus eight. Lions. Goff, 0-3 as a road dog against the spread in his career. Ravens are just flat out better. Let's be let's be yeah. honest. Like uh, yeah, yeah. they crush bad teams. They're gonna crush them. Just take take the Ravens. Also, that line's already moved. Money's on the Ravens right now, and it's still moving. Like yeah. Raven, like so just take the Ravens. Don't don't you can thank me later. That's it. You want to put that into tease? Like just do that too. Poor fucking Lions. For all those Lions fans and uh, the nation's parlay. By the way, you you saw that guy got paid out by by BetMGM. Everyone's like, oh well, like why did they decide to like give him one hundred thirty three thousand dollars pre tax payout like after the fact? And I, I was like, I- I'm sorry, this was over national news, and it was like a BetMGM better made a miracle parlay off of a free bet that is just like the best fucking free advertising imaginable. Yeah, I, now I, every idiot in the country is going to put $50 on an 18-leg parlay this weekend and lose their oh money. God, That's what's going to yeah. happen. That's why they did that. They're going to make it, it back in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's really funny because the, uh, the the betting partnership that we have, and they were going through explaining why parlays suck. And our buddy, Kenny Betts Big, he hates parlays, the, like all these like multi-team parlays. Because really, when you look at it, and you add up all the numbers, like, yeah, your bookie takes a percentage, the, the the sports book take a percentage, but like really when you're putting those five teams together, you're losing about 30% of your money. So, yep. you know, uh, to each their own. I, yep. I do, listen, it's just called the pick six segment. So, uh, right. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on a parlay. <laughs> all right, number five, and then we get to your dark horse. Here we go. Eagles plus three and a half versus the Ooh. Cowboys. Right. Yeah, we haven't we haven't even talked about this Monday night matchup. Big matchup. Hated rivals. They hate each other. That's I I hate both these teams, but my team's just so terrible that it doesn't matter. Um yeah. another another road underdog coming off a loss. Now look, I think here's a here's a big thing people aren't really talking about. The Eagles strength of their team uh, lies in the offensive and defensive line and the yeah. Cowboys are a little banged up in those areas. Yeah. Also, um Dak has Dak has like seven or eight interceptions against the Eagles in his career, which is the most that he has against any team. I think it's going to be like a lower scoring game. I think they're going to be able to keep, basically they're going to make the Cowboys move the ball down the field um, methodically as opposed to these big explosive plays. So three and a half, two is a field goal game here. I th- I like the Eagles with the points on, on this one. And I think Jalen Hurts going to make enough plays with his legs against the Cowboys defense to keep them in the game. So you're saying that 41-year-old head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni, who often shows up to – he's like a little boy. Like, I he know is. that everyone loves him. Like, I'm, I'm like a little like, really? Come on. He's on the field pregame in week two wearing a fucking Allen Iverson T-shirt. Yeah, was that was like, a bit much for me. Dude, I mean, like – and I love Mike Garofolo. He's, you know, a Philly guy. He's my former colleague in NFL Network. He was like, this is fucking awesome. And I was like – all right. Uh, yeah, that's just a little, it's just a, it's like you're an adult. The thing I do like, the thing I do like, it's all it. Listen, it's about culture. It's about culture. I've said this a number of different times forward, backwards. Uh, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. I think culture and enthusiasm and, you know, getting teammates like a tight locker room can transcend talent anytime, you know, I mean, like, 
we, we see it in baseball all the time. And uh, I think the same goes with this Eagles team. They do have a really, their offensive line right now is, is fucking phenomenal. Lane Johnson, one of the uh, craziest psychos I've ever spoken to in person. I cover I covered the I covered the Eagles really late in December on a Thursday night game. I was doing Thursday night football for uh, uh, NFL Network, and I, I remember uh, he went on this. He was like suspended for ten games, and like this was the first time that he was speaking to the media. And like this this guy was just like saying like the dirtiest shit ever, and just like cursing left. Or he's just he's crazy. He is a crazy, crazy guy. And, you know, sometimes you need that. You need that in the NFL. You, you need, need that couple, in the NFL, a, especially in the trenches. You need a couple screws loose. You need yeah. a couple screws loose. I'm yeah, telling you. but they're, they're, their offensive line is 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 really showing up, um, you know, this year. So, listen, I like it. Um, any Anything to not help the Cowboys win the division because – I just I refuse, even though my, even though my bet, the Washington, even though Washington is not, I mean, they're just wildly underperforming. It's not even about the quarterback. I mean, like where, where the fuck is Chase Young? Like where, like where's, where's Montez defense? Sweat? They give him 29 points to the Giants. Dude, I, like, where, where's Montez Sweat? Like, what was that one, two punch? Like, yo, can we, I don't, their, their defense is yeah. Wildly underperforming, but you know, I, I, I I do, I do like them. Sorry to your New York Giants. I, I, I do root for for Washington in that shitty ass stadium down there, FedEx Field. Hopefully, Dan Snyder does something and builds them a new castle down there in Landover, Maryland. But uh, yeah, and anything to not watch the Cowboys win, I, I will support it. Agreed. All right, I gotta go with that. Number six. Number six, dark horse. Your dark and horse. Dark horse. This is a team total. So yes, we were talking about team total. So this, we were trying to figure out who you wanted to pick for your dark horse. Cause I kind of surprised you with my, uh, my dark horse favorite with the bears. So we were kind of like, we were just kind of discussing Derek Carr. Sorry. I'm ruining what the, 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 say what it is. Okay. It's okay. Raiders Raiders yes. team total over yep. 23 and a half, which is at minus minus one twenty. They are playing the dolphins for those of you scoring at home. Um, with one of the worst offensive lines of ever, like that team might implode very that, soon is not looking good. Right they now. caught their they caught their fucking center like a week before like what do they expect? I think that that's like the one thing. Oh, and the reason that Joe Burrow tore his knee apart, it's like you cannot get a quarterback. You you just cannot build a team if you're not going to invest in your offensive line. And we've seen it so many different times and it's just like when your O-line starts falling apart, everything else follows. So, yeah, the, the the Raiders, by the way, that 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 game total is 44 and a half. So we were laughing about that, that, that the, that the Raiders could score 44 themselves. And then we're very surprised to see that that team total was so low. Derek Carr leads the league in passing by a clean 128 yards. Um, That's basically Davis Mills last night, like a full game. uh, Like, yeah, full game, full game, amateur hour. Derek Carr is legit. I really was rooting for the Raiders very late in the last season. Uh, you know, they they kind of fell apart. I think this team is legit. And, you know, it's funny as watching Chris Collinsworth uh, analyze games. It's funny. Uh, so are you like a big, like, Manning Brothers fan? Or are you, like, watch the – I couldn't watch it after a while. Like, uh, I'm, I'm just laying on my couch. I'm listening to it. Okay, like, yeah, it's great. The interviews are great. And, uh, you know, the banter. I, I think it's fantastic. 
I can't, I was like zoning out. I wasn't paying attention. I need the play-by-play and I need someone like Joe Balk, Lewis Riddick, Steve Levy, whoever it is in my, I need them to give me the play-by-play for me to actually pay attention. Like there, there, there's a reason that we have broadcasters on the field there and watching Chris Collinsworth analyze this Raiders game. That was I mean, phenomenal last week, a couple weeks ago. But he was giving a hat tip, and I know we all make fun of John Gruden and say he's a clown and spider two eye banana. But he was basically saying like, like John Gruden is really, really brilliant in the moment plays. You know, like you need that clutch play in the moment. He draws something up, and uh, you know, I, I, I think it's really working. I think he really believes in Derek Carr, and and that team's legit. And I think that honestly, I think so. Gruden got a lot of flack when he got that job. Right? Yeah, well, because because he left Monday Night Football and he signed a. 10 year, hundred million dollar contract. I think that was just, uh, again, he didn't legitimize himself. You know, right. he hadn't been coaching in over 10 years, obviously with the 2001 Raiders. And that's where I remember him with the, the you know, the snowball game and the team of destiny and the Patriots went on to win the Super Bowl. but you know, he won a championship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he was just, he kind of flailed out and, when he shows his personality on television, he's just, you know, he's a national joke. I mean, we laugh with him, you know, like I, I think that he right. kind of recognized he's got a quirky personality, but I just don't think a lot of people took him seriously, you know, and you know, three years four what is it? Three, four years in that system again, like things are really clicking over there. And Mark Davis has given him the keys to the castle, the Darth Vader stadium. That stadium looks sick. Did you, did you see yeah. the, did you see the, the, the bottle service, like nightclub area behind the end zone, I, I, they got this going on there. This doesn't phase. This doesn't phase me. I, I covered the Miami Heat. Like, we, okay, like ten, so, ten years ago, we had we had lived downstairs, like okay, as reporters, so. on the record because fuck it. Like we would literally walk down there at halftime, take two shots, and go back up and cover. And then like some people would stay, and it would be really funny. I'm not going to name the person, but like in post game when they were just kicking ass and steamrolling all the way to the finals, it was like, you know, like, you know, this guy's like, you know, I sort of where I was like, you know, like leading up against it. I'm like, I'm like no name reporter. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, like you spend a little too much time in the club, sir. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not talking club seats. We're talking like an actual fucking club. Like a club. Like you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know why. Like, yeah. Okay. So then it opens up. Uh, they have one. In, they have one at, at Hard Rock too. They've live. I. It's it's cool. It's insane. Every stadium's gonna like any party city. Like every stadium. I don't know. You can go like swim in the pool in Jacksonville and call that a club too. No, nah, it's not a club. Also, wait on Jacksonville real quick. You were talking about like Jacksonville betters losing all their money this year. Did you see that? The funniest thing is basically this picture was pretty much Jacksonville betters. It was the picture of Bridgewater and Trevor Lawrence shaking hands at midfield, and the back the jumbotron looked like the Jaguars mascot was jumping off the roof. Oh my god! No, I didn't see that. I have to send that to you. It was the oh funniest thing I've seen. I gotta find it. It's fantastic. Oh my god! I I, I feel like my my feed is just like like regurgitated photos of of news and ESPN updating me on what LeBron ate for breakfast. Yeah, like I, every second of every day. Sick of hearing about it. About that. Well, I mean, like even with the like, I, why it's social media is what it is, but. It's just funny. Like I had to literally turn my phone off during the Met Gala. I was like on Instagram. It was just like, how many fucking 
picture it was the whole feed was like pictures of celebrities and like the, and like what i was like okay i saw these pictures a million times sometimes these networks complex and all that so they, they just they, they overdo it i mean like they got to serve the people but it's just it's it could just be like no. could be like bleacher report and just regurgitate everybody else's stuff on your page but we don't have to go there well we're not we're not we're not sponsored by them but the best account on instagram is uh bleacher report betting Oh, BR, BR, bet, BR underscore betting is one of the best Instagram accounts in the game. Uh, they keep it real. Like someone just someone just started following me from them. I just got really yeah. no. I mean this this account is absolutely the memes are completely just so on point. There was that's a video. the one thing they do well. Bleacher Report they like demolish the meme space. Like they oh, do such yeah. a good job with that. I have to, this video, I have to send it to you. They did like Monday night football is here to rescue me. And like, they have this, like they made a montage of like random pictures and they, it starts off with, I uh, like, I, you've seen this clip. I don't know what it's from, but basically it's like, that's great. How, it, it, the, the, the caption was, how have your picks been this year? Sometimes <laughs> a shit, but like I totally, oh my god, I was roaring, I was roaring. So, um, what is good? So, uh, like announced that we were talking about this. You, uh, you, you like you're about to get married and get like married all this, like all this fun stuff. Listen, we're here to support Steve's picks, his pick six of the week. We're gonna make a nice little graphic of it. Gonna promote it on social media. Steve needs to win some money. He's got a wedding to pay for. Let's That's go. Right. Let's go, Courtney. See, I love it. You're, you're like letting the people know. Maybe I'll start like a GoFundMe. To, no, I'm kidding. We're good there. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep these bets going though. We're gonna. I might do a little round robin with these pick six this weekend. I mean, see, I I, I won a lot. See, this is what happened. I won a lot okay, of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're okay. I won a lot of money playing ba with baseball on a round robin on like Tuesday. Yeah, and so now I'm like, oh, maybe I could do this for football. The only problem is you need at least two teams to win to make money in that yeah. round robin. Um, so maybe don't. But I think I might do. I might take four, and do it because here. How, how, about, how about this? Out of the uh, out of the bad signal betting, uh, we you know we we do have a show purse that's going to be part of the uh, the segment to get people involved in this betting venture that we're doing next week. So, I mean, I've got free money to give away. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, 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 I'll throw you 25 bucks. Hey, why not? The two of us, let's, let's, let's see who wins, you know, well, throw all of these six picks in a parlay. See if we can get lucky. Like the bet MGM guy. That's right. That's right. Except we got to hit six. We don't need to hit five to six. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not doing 16 teams. By the way, were you jealous that we had John Descremsey on the show yesterday? I know like, like you're a big baseball guy, like a massive baseball guy. And it's funny. Cause I had to like play some ideas off of you because, um, I, I think like three, three, four weeks ago. What? Okay. About a month ago. No, like, yeah, three weeks ago. That was when I just threw the towel and I was like, I, it, it gets to the point in the baseball season where they had like eight teams who were like uh two dollar favorites at least two dollar favorites on team i was like dude like i i'm i'm over this i, I like playing the underdogs it's 162 game season that's great i i was like fuck baseball like call me when the postseason happens and that's gonna be in a week or so which is gonna be great red Sox are playing the yankees this weekend going on sunday 
going to go hang out with my guy, Mr. New York, New York, John Descrempsey. It was a, it was a great interview. I, I got it. I, I just, I just had to ask you, were you like, were you, were you a little gel gel? Do you a little oh, peanut and jelly? Well, I was definitely jealous. Like, first yeah. of all, we're from the same hometown. We're both Wait, from Staten really? Island. Oh, well, like, Staten- okay. Staten Island, but like area of Staten Island. Like I know it's, if it's, you're, it's the if borough. You're, if you're, Oh no! If, if you're from, from Staten Island, it's like it's the collective. It's, t- okay. it's tiny. It's so tiny. There's nothing. You know, every everybody knows everybody. So it's funny because a a guy that I played travel baseball with growing up is like best friends with him. Yeah. So like he I was, was, I was jealous. Yeah. No, jealous. he has a. So the background stories, everyone's like, wow, great get. I, I've known this guy for well over ten years. We were part of a uh, five person intern class at Sirius XM NFL going into senior year. So we're the same age. And uh, the intern class was great. There was actually, I mean, there was another kid that I thought was going to, he was really making a big, I think he got into like lobbying or something, but uh, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you know? We're like Adam shines little kids. Yeah. I, I sent, I sent that over. I sent the interview over to, uh, to shine who, by the way, kicked me off his show when I was an intern. That's, that's a funny, funny story. Neither here, that's neither day. here nor that. That's it's a funny story though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a great story. We'll, we'll get Adam on the show. It wasn't my fault. It was because of this piece of shit producer that was just like a horrible, horrible human. And, but I, I wound up working on Nick Costas's show. I was working on, uh, you know, the, uh, late hits show with Nick Costas was the, uh, was the head producer, but, uh, JJ's story is fantastic. So I mean, obviously he went to Syracuse, we all know the line of illustrious journalists that come out of that school. And, uh, but he was, you know, hustling, trying to figure things out. And he's like me was very deep into radio and won a contest with WFAN. They had like this, like, uh, listeners are going to get their own. Sh- he won, he won the contest and he, damn JJ after dark was a, a, a show on WFAN for maybe six years. Right. Like, yeah. Cause he was first... there for a very, it, it's like, amazing it's at first he was supposed to only get at first he was supposed to get he got a one-year contract like that was the the deal with the contest and they were just like you're so good we're just gonna keep re-upping you yeah he's he's a beast he's he's got the flavor and it's funny because he was like oh like yeah you're so boss and all this like i went to school with a bunch of long island kids so like my like when people hear me talk they're like you sound more new york than boston and i'm like boston yeah I kind of, I kind of mix the two. I'm like Dave, I'm like Dave Portnoy sometimes. Like I can turn up the Boston, but really like the, the Boston accent is very New York. So yeah. <laughs> he was complimenting me on my new England ties and the, uh, the dialect that I was making an example of what we were talking about. Uh, the Ben Affleck skit that was on Jimmy Kimmel, which is great. I mean, do you remember like all those, those stupid skits they used to do? I mean, now he's just all, all big time and no one wants to uh wants to do skits now that Tom Brady is not in town anymore but he was there was a funny skit John Jaskrimski by the way was one of the guys who deflated footballs in the Patriots locker room like did you know that No I didn't know that are you serious Yeah there were there were two guys one of them was named John literally John Jaskrimski so I That's was like hysterical. I I was talking about it and then I was like wait a minute I completely forgot that you guys had the same name but uh, yeah, I am the locker room guy. So I was like, I was, I was doing the accent and he was, uh, he was giving me a hat tip, but this is going to be a great weekend. It is inching closer to my favorite season, October playoff baseball. I, you know, I, I, I love the thrill of hearing Joe Buck, Joe Carver, Joe Carver, who's uh, Tim, Tim McCarver, Tim McCarver. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I really watch so much playoff baseball, but <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fun, and hopefully there is some you know resounding optimism here in in New England for the uh, the hometown team, my Boston Red Sox. I, I got think... all my gear ready to go this weekend, but yeah, uh, you know, week three of the NFL. Hopefully, hopefully we will see a lot of offensive play and. Everyone will, you know, make mega money on hitting over since they were like, those totals have been so low, but I, yeah, I, I just, anytime that I can sit seven hours, commercial free football, it's a fun time. So absolutely. It's, I mean, is there anything better than that on a Sunday? Uh, it's a little hectic for me too, because I just like, you know, as a reporter, I like want to watch all the plays and like. I sit with my computer and I take notes on each game or I try to, but my, I mean, most Sundays I, I, I fail to do that. So it's like, okay, I missed the game or I wasn't paying attention. Like, like when John called me, he's like, well, well shit, those four o'clock. And I was like, what? I didn't even realize the Seahawks blew a fucking 15 point lead in third, fourth quarter, but we are not going to do that. We're going to stay on top of things. And uh, Steve, I'll see you Monday. I'll see you on Monday. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.